Welcome to the group podcast by Sin Eaters Guild with HR4K and Contact Coffee. Record onto the computer. Right, we're recording now, so uh, keep your fucking mask on. Right, good morning. We're here for another episode, uh, and it's, ex- it's an exciting day because we have the full house. Um, so that's me, Ben. Luke and Nick. Uh, if you're on the video version, bear with Nick. We know he looks fucking stupid, but uh, he, I don't know. There's nothing he can do. He needs to. He's still serving, and it's going to get him in the shit if he has his face shown. And to be honest, last time I did this, it was a fucking nightmare with me trying to edit his face out. So we've just gone with him looking like a fucking, you know, Antifa, uh, and we'll go with it from there. How is everyone this morning? Yeah, very well. We're good. We're good. COVID compliant. COVID compliant. <laughs> I've seen that so many times. Fucking idiots with masks on on Zoom meetings. Just that. All that is is just. Uh, it's like virtue signaling, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking nightmare. Like, why are you doing it? It's like people driving around with masks on in their car on their own. Oh, that grips me. Come out, mate. Yeah, just what are you doing? Well, what are you doing? So. Yeah, well, where where is what everybody in their life at the moment? Like we we haven't done this for a while with everyone together. Uh, ben, do you want to go? Because we haven't seen you. Yeah, I'll go. Sure. Uh, so um, no real change from last time. We are uh, still trying to get HR4K Hereford, our HQ squared away. So we're building the gym there. We've just brought on a a new head coach, which is uh, which is really good. Um, building the coffee shop and then separating the public side, if you like, to uh, the office side, which we're building uh, a a media slash marketing suite, uh, boardroom and and then office spaces. So that's what we're trying to do, readiness for the end of lockdown. Uh, Also promote Colchester. uh, So good opportunity to say thank you to everyone who is still supporting HR4K. Uh, Obviously, uh, everything that people are doing to contribute is paying people's bills and keeping people going and putting food on the table which is very grateful during these uh, difficult times so thank you very much awesome yeah. go on contact coffee what are we doing what's the, what's the uh, job just standard scrapping of a Land Rover mate um, but now it's going well uh, we've had all, all the um, main framework done this week as you can um, probably see from my live or my Instagram fucking stream that went down really well got absolutely smashed are we going to talk about that? Are we going to talk about that? Yeah, we can kind of drop, mate. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, that's the first time we've sort of done it. And like I said, like we, we don't want to make the, the brand or the company about us. And I know, guys, you sort of are your brand, but we're just, we don't want to make it sort of about us as individuals. So we're more than happy to sort of like show our face every now and then, which I think is going to be good. Uh, but to make it a constant thing, uh, I don't really think it's my forte or my area of expertise. <laughs> Um, but yeah, more than happy to do it every now and then. Show face, show the mongrels that are going the fucking. Uh, and yeah, we went down quite a lot. People are actually quite interested in the Land Rover. It's quite a cool project. So once the Land Rover's done, got no more dits to spin. So that's probably going to knock it on the head. And honestly, yeah, it was, dude, it was good. I, I, I know we were, I know everyone's had to piss, but it's it was good. <laughs> it was it was interesting. It's just it was just, actually, it's the first time we've done it. It was just your pained expression. <laughs> it was just really obviously yeah. like fucking kill me. But you yeah, should still do it. 
bleeding from the eyes, mate. Mate, my WhatsApp was on fire after that, as you can imagine. <laughs> Um, people yeah. staying fuck me take a, take a knee shall I or fucking well, that's up a sandbag if you did if, yeah. you, if you if you happen to miss this Luke did a walk around of their uh, the new Land Rover is that on his OnlyFans account is it I think that's where it's gone as yeah. well yeah but uh, it was delivered in a, a very anyone who's ever been in the military will recognise exactly the way the sort of method and yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was like being sat in a lesson <sighs> But, uh, it's just really good and it, if, if anything yeah. right, if anything what it does is show skills that the military gives you do you know what I mean you've, just, you've like, delivered information about a thing clearly concisely and everyone knew exactly where they were at the end of it that's a, that's a skill that you've yeah. learned in the military that you've just gone back to naturally there yeah you know it was mean? clear it was loud and pauses <laughs> and an order <laughs> <laughs> I think the stutters are also classed as pauses, aren't they? So I think the stats in there. Yeah, tactical tactical pauses. uh, (laughs) A condor moment, I think. It's definitely a condor moment, yeah. Give me five. So, obviously, we're all all Land Rover perverts now. It's the new thing for this little group. Um, Do you get a lot of interest from the Land Rover and community, if you like? Yeah, we've we've actually had a few opportunities. So, um, We've got anyone, anyone offering to go off-roading with you and, you know. Yeah, I started using this emoji now. This is it. Yeah, we've, we've actually had a few. We've had, we've had a bloke that's got in touch as well. He wants to do like a sort of spread on us. Not, not spread us, but as in a spread on us. Only um, <laughs> fans. Land Rover and, yeah, for like Nick fans, yeah. So just tying it all in together. Um, that's mega. Yeah. I think pe- people are generally interested, aren't they? Like with, with your own as well. It's like... It's just a talking point, isn't it? Which is the whole idea is why we've had it. Because not only just to sell coffee out of it, it's because it's going to attract people. It's going to start mm-hmm. those conversations and then which leads to, oh, what are you actually doing? Who are you? So bigger picture stuff. But yeah, um, it's been quite a cool project, to be fair. Mixed on fuck all. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, 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 so what, what I quite enjoy is um, just getting my uh, getting the updates on my business um, on this uh, on this podcast. It's absolutely fantastic. So... Um, <laughs> So contact coffee's done really well. Um yeah. Mega. <laughs> uh, oh well. Um on the on my left am I? Well there's nothing happening here. Uh we've did those jumpers. Those, <laughs> those jumpers sold out in about twenty-five minutes. So we're currently uh I think I think I've managed to get a few more in like the main sizes, but after that. Uh, it's going to be fucking index on them. I'll have to do a different colour. In the man uh, sizes. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and the, real, the sizes for real men. Um, yeah. But uh, I think they'll be back in next month. But uh, yeah, they they went down pretty well. Yeah, went down pretty well. The mailing list obviously got a big fucking 24 hours head start on that. So I, I announced it on Instagram the day after it'd be on the mailing list. So everybody bought them, and it was like three, when I announced it on Instagram, there was like three of them left in like uh, ex, in, in extra small. But uh, no, I did it as a learning point for people. <laughs> it's like, you need to go. You, you need to go. Like a, yeah, that disappointment you just felt when you went to the website because you weren't on the mailing list. Everybody else knew. So there you go. I was subscribed. Yeah, I'm subscribed to you too. <laughs> okay, well, that's kind of that, isn't it? Uh, so a discussion we had, um, Nick, you decided that you and Luke were going to run with this morning because you had a nice little story to tell us. 
Uh, uh, yeah, well, I, I see how you just slope shoulders out of just wrapping on your job, Cash. So, um, um, I, I think, I think, by the way. Yeah. Um, I, I think what you, yeah. I, I think you've decided that we're going to we're going to run with things this morning, but uh, we'll see how we get on. Um, I don't know anything about lettuce, mate. So I, you need to do it. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll give a bit, a bit of a context to the background what, what we want to discuss. So um, I'm in the process of moving house and going through all the legsy bits of crap that you tend to stow in the attic over the years, and I, cu- I come across my school leavers book. Um, there's a couple of things in there that uh, like made me think, "Fucking hell, I did that one as a youth." Like, uh, Oh, I was an absolute player. I used to bag off like 10 men. Um, and uh, yeah, then uh, I realised that, yeah, it's, it, it's just, uh, if someone else says it's my housemate's uh, Lieber's book. Then I found my Lieber's book and actually realised that I, um, I'd never bagged off like 10 men. So, uh, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> but there's a, a few things. There's a few things. Lots of though, comments yeah, in there by you... the teachers though, weren't there? Thanks to the Apple. Well, <laughs> Well, yeah, well, that's that's what the school leavers book isn't. It? Just yeah, just essentially getting signatures of these teachers and getting the phone numbers. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll try to try and not use profanity because I know I've been told off in the past. So um, yeah, some of some of the stuff I've, uh, I've seen in there, it just made me think like you know maybe that uh, built me up to um, being a business owner today. Um, so. I, I sort of made me start thinking about my background, what what actually did in my youth, you know, um, what made made me who I am. It's, sort of, it's quite deep actually, um, and yeah. Then, then we had a bit of a chat with Luke, and it's like we both almost had identical like, views in, in, from a business perspective, and I seem to have de- developed in a very similar way. So was, I thought it was just I thought it was quite interesting. Um, yeah. So the I, I think. I think where it started was um, when I, when I was about twelve or thirteen. I used to work in um, I used to work in, in a lettuce field, um, <laughs> cut, cutting lettuce from um, cutting lettuce from seven a.m. in the morning, seven a, seven a.m. Um, till uh, uh, seventeen hundred, and it was uh, it was an absolute lick. It was graft. I was working with the Hungarians, and Polish. I was learning like, local languages, um, uh, uh, or their languages. It's an absolute lick, but. Um, the the big lettuce machine it, it just keeps on coming it just and you just got to keep on the lettuce and if you stop uh, you you're you're getting getting like whacked by it unless the guy in the middle stops it so everyone's just going mad cutting lettuce so this was like 12 years old maybe forced slave labor forced work but uh, i think I like to think that put a, um, a good work ethic in, in me early on, working around adults, but working people who are already set up in the life early on. And I think, Luke, you had something very similar, didn't you, in, certain, in your teens, like work ethic-wise? Um, yeah, pretty, like, or, just the whole yeah. um, like manual labour sort of thing, just ended up on the building sites, labouring, went on to like, bricklaying and stuff. So, yeah, just a generic sort of willing to graft for, like, yeah. a lot, for, not, for not a lot of money. I think, uh, like you said, that work ethic probably the same as Ben and Gaz. No, 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 no. <laughs> not, not me. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me actually. <laughs> no, it's like, well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was I, driving I, the lettuce machine. <laughs> trying, trying to run Nick over, <laughs> mate. The, the, I mean, the, this letter machine is a is, is a 
big beast. You either be cutting lettuce in the field and you're back and forth, back and forth, or you'd be be wrapping the lettuce with all the um, Hungarians like singing around and singing um, around. Do yeah, that. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that the Cossacks actually? I don't know. There's a load of in that, them in there as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was going through. I think. Um, when I was going through the school leavers book, someone had sellotaped like a wrapper of a um, like you know the um, Les fingers, the cabaret chocolate fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Les cabaret fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So someone had that in the in in my book, and it, I completely forgot about this in my life. So. Um, in in my youth, um, our parents were separated, all that standard stuff. And uh, they, uh, my mum's boyfriend at the time used to work at a chocolate biscuit factory as an electrician. Right. So, um, as a as a savvy uh, teenager, we uh, I, I broke the deal with uh, with him. If he could get bags of chocolate fingers, like you know that like fallen off on the side, they'd yeah. be in the wrappers still. I'd, I'd shift them at school and give them a cut of the uh, costs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're going to make a fortune if you went to school with me, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and what was that, the school of hard knocks? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, so it used to be. Um, yeah, we used to sell these fingers. Uh, it was like 50p uh, for a packet or a quid, a quid for two. And then, uh, the, obviously, the going rate for a cigarette back there, I don't, I don't, I don't know how much That's an amazing deal. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you get three for maybe £1.50? Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> so, uh, this is why we bring in uh, financial advisors and stuff into content. <laughs> and, uh, and we're also in a lot of debt. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> Um, so, yeah. It's, uh, so I think uh, I think about this. Like, yeah, maybe that's where my um, taste for business really came from. And I mentioned it to Luke, and uh, it turns out Luke, you've got a very very similar story, haven't you? That, yeah, uh, Nicholas lettuce. Uh, this is all pre lettuce and bricklaying. Uh, <laughs> Nick was spinning me this bit, and I was like, "Fucking hell, mate! I used to do that." So my uncle he used to be like a fucking courier, and he used to deliver to Cadbury's World. So obviously in Birmingham. Yeah. So he used to be like around the back, and like around the back and that they used to have like, do you know what I mean? Some fucking books and stuff. And they used to and they, they used to pick up like a bag, like a carrier bag, of like sort of like all the chocolate that was like about to go out of date or like, do you know what I mean, on the fucking edge. So we used to get like these carrier bags for like five quid, just toppers with fucking chocolate bars and that. So I used to pay him a fiver this bag, and then like Nick, I used to go into school. And I used to fucking sell them. And I, I printed out like a fucking little price list and that. At the time, there was a, there was a school tuck shop and that. So I, like, I was fucking undercutting the, talk, the school tuck shop. So obviously, at, break, at, at like break, I think you used to have to break like 10 minutes or something. And then lunchtime, I used to go to school, like fucking bad, toppers of chocolate bars. And just start fucking dishing them all out. And I was doing my GCSEs, like halfway through the exam. And like, you know, the teachers are just fucking cutting about and fucking getting eyes on. Literally, the fucking head teacher's fucking put a fucking nothing creepy, like just literally like put her head next to my head. I was like, fucking hell. She was like, the little birdie tells me you're selling chocolate. <laughs> was like, what the fuck? She was like, undercutting the school shop. <laughs> she was like, make sure it stops and all that. Fucking hell. 
that's our chocolate dip. So you had to um, take your business underground then. That's where you go underground yeah. with your business. Like drugs, you can start getting onto harder things. So uh, I moved on to CDs. <laughs> so I started selling. My dad knew a bloke. Uh, dodgy Chris we used to call him uh, and he used to get you know like before fucking iPods and shit like that and he used to every single week he used to get like an updated list of all the CDs the albums and stuff mm-hmm. I used to take them into school fucking everyone would order and that like four pound a CD fee for ten quid and all this shit but I used to, I used to dish out the list to the teachers so like, if he was Dodgy Chris it. what was your name at school? <laughs> <laughs> Little scorny cunt um, cool uh, well, I used to, I used to give the list of teachers and that. I remember there was like a geography teacher, teacher, an art teacher, someone else. They were fairly young. And they used, to, they used to get CDs from me every single week. So I used to do that. And then before that, and then obviously leaving school and that, I obviously still had that sort of bit of ethic, obviously when I had a bit of cash on the side and that. And then there was, a, there was quite a, a popular drug going around at the time. Um, and I knew another bloke at the time. Uh, Indian bloke. And he used to, uh, he used to import Viagra. So along with the drug, obviously lads in the booze and that obviously yeah, struggled for yeah. certain points. So I was like, well, I'm not going to go into fucking hard drug dealing. So I used to buy loads of Viagra for him and then sweep I up all Viagra the fucking lads in the drug. And then sweep up all the admin in the booze. So lads would like, be in the booze on a Friday, Thursday, Friday sort of thing. Lads would be getting all the drugs and stuff. I was never into that, obviously. And then, I'd, then they'd come to me to get the Viagra. What later on? Okay, fair one. So yeah, so I think we've been a uh, hard hustlers from the start. But uh, yeah, it's always I mean, been embedded within us. Are you classed as a pusher or a fluffer if you deal Viagra? Would you? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. But the, 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 yeah, the reason I thought it'd be pertinent to bring it up is because I'm, I'm keen to understand if um, Ben or Gaz, whether you've got your, whether you think there's anything that, um, or like a journey if you like, that you talk to or you recognise points in your past that maybe you, you might be, um, business might be the way forward for you guys. Is there any, any like, like, have you, did you have your Viagra selling days or your out of date chocolate bar days or, um, yeah, did, did you have it or, or cutting lettuce, uh, you know, the hard graft? Can, can there's, you, there's any points that you can, you know I'd about? Say, I'd say there was, there was a reason probably for who I am and the way my career went. And probably how I run my business is, is probably based off my childhood. So um, my old man was was in the med corps and we moved around a lot. I think I went to about 12 different schools or something until we moved around all over the place. And uh, as you know, a lot of corps, they get posted all the time. And we were lucky. I had a great childhood. We moved to Germany, Hong Kong, all these great places, great experiences, but they're all for like mega short periods of time. Um, and then eventually, uh, my parents wanted a bit of stability, so they they sent me to a school called Duke York's Military School. It was a boarding school. It's full of pads brats. It was full of you know Tom's kids to Colonel's kids, you know, and and, and above. Uh, and it was it was a bit like the regiment I just come from. It's quite classless. There was there was no kind of you know guys who's mums and dads are generals or whatever compared to someone who was uh, whose dad was a lance jack or whatever you know but I think that moving around a lot as as a youth and not really having anything that's constant is probably how my career's gone where I've gone from Paris I transfer the Remy Remy 
back to the paras again, paras to pathfinders, pathfinders to the regiment. And, and then even inside there, I always wanted to do something. Um, and, and I think where that restlessness came the need to create. So if I couldn't move or change uh, my environment, I probably wanted to create something in that environment to fill that, that void. Um, so I think starting a business was something I could do on the side of being in the regiment. Now, although the regiment very busy, as we all know, uh, you move around, uh, not move around a lot, you get posts not, you know, on operations or jobs or whatever. That probably still wasn't enough for me. So I think starting a business was something else that I could own and, and have. And then how I run HR4K, which is like mad woman shit, as we, as we know, um, is, you know, one project to the next project to the next project to the next project. So I think, I think the way I, 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 I'm in business and the fact that I probably haven't gone down necessarily your routes of having a, a single product or mantra to run my business off of, I like the idea of having many things and, and being involved in lots of stuff. So I think that certainly stems from like being young and, uh, and moving around. And probably also for me, it was, you know, you, you had to learn to adapt pretty quickly moving around a lot. You know, you were the new guy, always the new guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even like in my career, you now as a 12 year sergeant or something, and you're now the fucking new guy. Uh, as everywhere I went, I was the new guy. And, you know, you have to establish those kind of like, well, who's the hard cunt? Who's the, who's the good cunt? You know, yeah. what environment? But, you know, where some people are wrapped in cotton wool, uh, some people are looked, certainly in modern day society, I think being thrown, constantly thrown in those deep ends has certainly evolved me. But that's where you get your ability yeah. to, that's where you get your ability to network, isn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Exactly, guys. I was, I was going to say. So, like, you, I suppose you, um, from what you're saying, then Ben, like, you hope you don't mind me saying that like, you're very good at, at speaking to people and, and you have networks and that, that I, I say that's one of your strengths. And I suppose being bouncing around all these different locations and having to, I suppose by virtue of fact that you're the new guy, have to make friends, make new relationships every single time. You've had uh, um, so like push into those social interactions from an early age so I think yeah. like obviously it's like the, now you just you, you can talk your way out of uh, you know well I think if things uh, are anything, mate. Be, be clear though you know it's it was never false it's never been false but what's been nice is you know we, we, we've all mentioned before we, we had lives before the military um, and I think by having such a varied life growing up I understood a new different groups, societies, people, types. And, and then with those experiences, you can always use those experiences in, is in those conversations. You can e easier, make it easier for yourself to engage with new people. Obviously, having those experiences means that those, those conversations are genuine. It's not a bluff just to kind of schmooze someone. There's real integrity in that. Um, but yeah, certainly a, a plus. And I think using, using that, entrepreneurial spirit that networking spirit in my career was only a bonus for the military Ridley, um, you mentioned entrepreneurial then this is a direct question to sort of everyone um, 
what what do you think there's something that we all have that makes us decent entrepreneurs now like is it sort of built into you from the start or is that something that you just develop at a later stage i'd say we see an opportunity i i I'd, I'd say it's people who 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 can who can look to change the environment that they're in or 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 you know there are you know sorry for repeating myself and i've always said that that i i separate two people from the craftsman and the tradesman analogy and i i think we are craftsmen by nature and that we want to create and own something and part of that is is that i mean if you look at what you guys do i know you're in a business to make money but that's the 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 profit you make obviously it's essential for living and paying bills but your excitement seeing you and what little i know because obviously my business partner's your accountant doesn't talk about this, but you're very excited about the process and your process driven by and seeing the results of that, of, of them coming to fruition. And I think we're all the same. We're not necessarily driven by cash. We're seeing cash as, a, as the end result, but we like the fact that we're creating and doing this to produce this and this to do to do that. So I think the, the craftsman tradesman analogy for us is absolutely pertinent. And I, I think... Um, uh, I think I see ourselves as craftsmen, and that's that's where that comes from. So, and that's so you, uh, I mean, um, I, I think we Luke and I have done it like some of these online tests in the past when, when we've had a business mentor, as and you can sort of work out what sort of personality you are. So whether you're a creative, whether you're um, you're like very process driven, so um, you know whether you're you know like a star. I think was one of them, which is like your David Beckham types, your Arnold Schwarzenegger's, you know, in front of the camera, and we we come out of like very similar personalities. And um, but do you, do you think because do you think we all potentially got something in common that we maybe like all creatives to to an extent? Do you think that do you think that's a fair assessment, guys? Yeah. Well, maybe we should all do that test. We'll do that test after this and publish it. We'll all do the same test. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, potentially. Like I don't have my background doesn't have like a I. I didn't like work since I was 16 or anything like that. I was uh, uh, just standard teenager, get in trouble and being a dick. Uh, and then not that much change though, is it? Not particularly, dude. To be honest, yeah, I'm very <laughs> yeah. So from that, I went into the army at 17, so I didn't have that sort of prior work thing. But uh, I've done not. Well, I kind of have started business before, but not proper businesses. So the, the idea of starting a business is, is things that I've thought about before. So when I was out, there's a couple of things I did. I semi-started a record label, semi. Uh, and I what? Yeah, and I semi-started uh, another T-shirt company. And by semi, I mean I threw some money at it and didn't go anywhere. So... But I, what I'll tell you, you, that, you should have got some of that Viagra off Luke instead of that, <laughs> that semi problem you had. <laughs> that's probably that's one of the best jokes you've ever done, but I'm glad that's recorded. <laughs> Yeah, guys. I, I don't think you can just. I, I don't think you can just stop there and mention that you start. You try to start a record late, but you must must tell us more about that. No, no, no that's, that, it was it was called Blacklight Records. It was called. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just trying to, to sort of do something. And it was mainly because I was just really into music at the time. And I thought, right, well, 
I want to, I want to have people hearing the the sort of music that I like. Uh, but yeah, I like I say it went, it went fucking nowhere. So because I, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, same with the t-shirt thing. So t-shirt thing, Shopify and all that shit didn't exist in the first place. And at that time, you had to build a website. So we went all and then websites building, particularly at that time. This is like. Yeah, 2001, 2002, well, 2002 it would have been, I think, 2003. Um, but yeah, you had to pay a nerd to build a website for you, and they it cost money. So we spent most of the money buying a bit of stock. It was me and another guy, but I kind of did most of it. Um, yeah, got, got some stock in, got a website that never actually fucking went anywhere. Uh, and yeah, money goes in and nothing happens because you don't really know what you're doing. Internet didn't exist in the same way as in like social media. So all the things that we take for granted now didn't exist. And on top of that, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but what I think I can take from that uh, personality-wise and aspects that have potentially got me to where I am today is I don't care about I have to fuck it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try this. Fuck it. I'm going to try and how do I do that? Well, let's have a look. Let's try and work that out. Uh, and obviously, as we can see, I'm kind of got better at working it out. But I, I think that's only because there's more information out there now, and it's easier to get to. And maybe at the time, if this, if we, if I was starting the record label thing and I was starting the other t-shirt company then, uh, or now, maybe they would have been more successful. Um, if it wasn't open source, then in quite the same way it is now. But it, it's definitely that that ability to go. Right, fuck it. I'll work this out. I'll have a go. Don't care if it fails. It's that we're not I'm not risk averse. I have no problem with with fucking something up, if you know what I mean. So I think that's well, you're, probably, you're probably lucky a little bit, Gaz, because if you had started the record label, you would have had loot bootlegging your bloody CDs. You wouldn't have made any bloody money anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No, is it, is it just a shit funny about me having to cut the labels? Um, oh, like, like, like a lettuce, yeah. But go on. Everybody laughs and then one of the problems. I think that, that sort of fuck it attitude um, sort of resonates between all of us, really. I mean, the amount of times me and Nick have just scratched our heads and then just gone, fuck it, and then pressed the button. Yeah. Uh, I know you do, and I'm, I'm sure Ben has many a time. Um, so, yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's what what sort of helps us is that we, we are risk takers mm. we're just like yeah I don't care but fuck it it'll work it'll be fine we'll spend yeah. that much on a product is it going to do well I don't know fuck it let's do it yeah totally like I lost all the money that I put into those other things and until yeah. maybe about all the t-shirts that I had left over um, they were just sat in my mum's house until she sold the house and we, like, we just binned them uh, they were just sat in the house you know sold a handful to friends family people I knew didn't sell them on any sort of scale. Uh, and that money went in the toilet. Anybody that was for the record label went in the toilet. And that, but it's fine because I got an experience from it. I don't I don't have a problem with doing that. It's like with this, with Sydney's Guild. And I, I understand that Sydney's Guild now affects a community. It affects a lot more people than just me. But if it goes to the toilet one day, that's sad. That's not good. But it's kind of fine because I, it's the experience that I, I, I did it and I did it the best that I could have. You know, I don't I don't have that attachment to the like I, it's probably different for me and Ben. So Ben's Ben, you like the idea of a legacy, don't you? You like the idea of leaving something behind. Whereas I, 
I, I like the sort of leave no trace thing. If I, if I die, no one remembers me. I don't care. I'm, I'm down for that. I actually quite, I prefer that than the, do you remember Gaz? He was, he was a turd. You know what I mean? So it's, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of here to give it a go and see yeah. what happens rather than, you know, there was a guy once called Gaz and he had a thing called Sidious Guild. So, so what about that statue you just had commissioned outside your office? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> no, no, the one no. where it looks like you're, you're doing a little wee into the pond that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, piss and contact what, coffee. What would, be that, what would be the ideal statue? If anyone watches, obviously, the, the, ga, the uh, Gaz, your podcast, it would have to be you running in a pair of silkies. That would have to be your statue of you running away into the distance. I mean, they could be oh, something sure. in there about you just going off into the distance. Surely, 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 surely it's got to be him hanging upside down from a tree. <laughs> got to be. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of where that is for me. Like, I, I, let, I mean, that, that, fuck it. That we we all plainly have to an extent. And I, I think it, it's an educated fucking, it, isn't it? It's not just yeah. Let's let's stick this on red. We have thought about what red looks like before we stick yeah. it on red. It's educated, and that's only been reinforced by our backgrounds. You know what I mean? The places where we've worked in our careers, we saw that constantly. Everything's very well planned, and then suddenly it's not very well planned, and we're just getting ourselves out of the shit. That's that's fucking the work. So you know, go yeah. make. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that. I was thinking about when Luke mentioned it a couple of minutes ago. So um, if, if you break it down to the most basic thing in the military, like a section attack, right? you're, you make your plan for, for the final assault. You've got the option of um, going uh, stack smoke for, uh, straight through the middle or going around, around to the right flank. In those, in those um, minute... Um, in, in that small amount of time, you're making decisions on like what's the risk of going stack smoke straight in the middle? What's the stack? Uh, what, what's the risk of going um, uh, doing the right flank? And then, you, well, essentially, you are going to say, oh, "Fuck it, let's just go right flank." Or if you're in the Paris, you just go stack the smoke straight straight from the middle. So it's um, a part of it's cat badge dependent. Uh, the, well, you can't you can't go backwards, mate. Put your hands up. It's too easy. Get back on the boat. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, if I could just embellish on that, is I think you know, anyone who's listening to this from all walks of life, you know, you, you naturally are making those decisions. Some of them are based off uh, past experiences where you've been burned, um, learning by your mistakes, and then obviously taking those gambles. Uh, some of those gambles because you want to make change in your life. Some of those gambles are because you're not happy with the rut that you're in um, and you want to make some. I think it's important as human beings that we do make something of our lives. And I don't necessarily mean you have to go and create a business or a legacy. That legacy could be something as simple as just spending a bit more time with family members or, or you know, going to the gym, getting fit or whatever, making those slight changes. And I think those changes are really healthy to make those, those changes in your life at, at various stages because it keeps your life interesting, you know, and it gives you those things to talk about with other people, enjoy with other people and, and share with other people. So I think there's, although we talk about business because there's primarily something that we, we have in common, mates first, obviously careers and the business, but we have that in common. But I think there's there's a real synergy with what we're talking about and just every every everyone else's lives. It's the fact that... Um, 
you know, there's there's a number of things that have happened to get you to this position. And it's only because you are your actions that you can then move mm-hmm. to the next. That's a shit move. But the point I'm getting at is the point I'm getting at is that you those various things about your life, good or bad, yeah. but they've got to where you are. You can't change that. It's how oh. you adapt. I think one of the, the, this could sound very guru gazish, but um, which I'm fucking getting beasted on. If for people who are listening, I'm being fucking beasted on. Yeah, just quickly. Can you you just add for this? This would be really nice to add. There's some images here that I'm thinking about while you guys are talking. The Land Rover, I imagine, you know that picture of the guy who's trying to have sex in the back of a car with his dick in the exhaust? Yeah. I imagine that earlier when we had Luke giving his DM. And I imagine imagine you now, remember the picture that we've used as our scene saver of you as Guru Gaz with a a scouser firm. (laughs) Please splice these images into this podcast. I'll do something along those lines. <laughs> it's better than fucking... Go Go on, to do your own, use your own idea for one for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to play that game? <laughs> star, star jump. Star I've been looked enough by you lot, I think. <laughs> the one I was going to say is... <laughs> the... Um, yeah, like, I think when you get away from this idea that your life's meant to be happy... Now, that sounds a bit shit. I'm not saying you should be miserable. But you have to get away from the idea that your life is meant to be good all the time. And it's all great. And actually, the the journey has to be shit sometimes. And you have to suffer. And you have to fucking have a hard time. And you have to fucking hate your life sometimes. Because otherwise, it does. It gets boring. Look at what happens when when people retire. They They work their entire life. They do whatever they want. You know, they get to that point where it's all meant to be mega from that point on. And then they die because their life is fucking boring and they've got no reason to get up in the morning and crack on. Some don't. Obviously, some have a bit of insight and keep themselves doing stuff and volunteer or whatever. But, like, you should never be looking too far into the distance at where things are going to be good. If I get there, things are going to be good because it's not going to be like that. You're better off just fucking having your awareness here and enjoying what you're doing now, finding something some meaning from what you're doing now and just be, be cool with that because otherwise you, you're wasting your life, you know, and it's, it's just easier to come to terms with your lot, which sounds a bit fucking negative, but come to terms with where you are and appreciate the things you have. If you actually look around you and go, oh, okay, I can, this is the thing that, that's keeping me going currently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, when I was cutting lettuce in a field, it was... <laughs> right. Shall can you, to- can you toss on. a good salad? That's that's what we're asking. Is that Can you toss a good salad? Uh, <laughs> do you think your, your lettuce uh, history uh, gave you some sort of synergy with, with cabbages? And that's why you went to uh, the green roots, yeah. 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 So that's a possibility. <laughs> and also, do you hate lettuce yeah. now? Is it something that you detest to see? Yeah. You know, does it bring back horrible yeah. memories of hung- Hungarian hunks? Ben, uh, ben, this, this, this be, sounds like a question you should be asking yourself. <laughs> do, do you hate lettuce? Am I, am I projected again? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right, prior to doing this, I did the, the web questions on Instagram. So should we just do those to finish off? We've got about 10, 15 minutes left, pretty much. So should we do those just to, to run through? Cool. Yes, yes. yes. Everyone happy let's with that? Do cool. okay, let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> Luke, Luke's ready and waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'm all over this. Do you want to get a live? So I got a live. <laughs> okay, well, we'll start with something that's been asked the last couple of times I've, I've done this, is how is Ben getting on with his Fox problem? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, to be fair, I haven't because we 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 haven't brought any more livestock. Uh, there's nothing else to attract foxes in, um, uh, and I think we'll we'll probably wait until it gets some decent evenings and probably just go out for thermal. But the problem is, you if you if you get rid of a fox, all you do is you make a void a void for another fox to come in. So if we've got nothing to attract them in. Then I've got no problem at the moment. So the fox is wool. Uh, no, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suppose. I, I, can I, see suppose, that's uh, I suppose. he. I suppose he might. He might have won. Or she Temporarily. might. Have won. won the battle, not the war. Yeah, yeah. So I'll indiscriminately go and shoot loads of them until I find out which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds a bit like where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, there's, there's a bit of a heavy one. Here you go. Chasing collective responsibility is futile without nailing individual responsibility. Anyone? One for, one for you, that guy's. There's too many uh, words in there for me. Well, it says exactly your mantra, uh, Gaz, doesn't it? It means uh, lead by example. You are your actions. And, yeah. and by doing so, if, if everyone's doing that, then everyone's going to collectively do better, aren't they? Yeah. So, so, so it, it, COVID, we spoke about this when we got pissed on New Year's Eve. Like, if <laughs> everybody in the UK was a good person and did as we're told and, you know, stuck to lockdown rules and, um, and you know, although some of the guidelines the government, government have punched out have, haven't been fantastic or been incorrect, um, if everyone was a good person, then the, the collective would be able to get out of this lockdown, be able to get back up, be getting the back on with things. Um, and life would be normal. So, absolutely, if you're if you lack, make sure you you're checking yourself. Um, yeah, it, it's better for um, the collective. So, absolutely. I think there's yeah. also a sense of you know practice what you preach. It's very easy to sit back and say, right, we need to be doing this better, do that better. When you're doing fuck all yourself, mm. so it's probably worth you know abiding by the rules that you're setting, or mm. you or or. Uh, or what you your expectations and lead by those examples. Well, it's that thing, isn't it? If you want to change the world outside of your bedroom, you know, it's uh, you, you deal with your own shit first. Yeah. Okay. Like, there you go. That's an answer for that. I I agree. Uh, <laughs> um, the, that one I alluded to before, which I think is probably trying to, it's like an underhand way of trying to squeeze out a uh, an up story, which is best time under MVGs. Uh, which we, we're not going to answer because fucking, you know, I can tell you, I know the guy who's asked, asked the question is an airsofter, so I'm going to suggest that my best time on doing BGs was a lot better than and more fun than his best time on doing BGs, and we'll, we'll go with that. Uh, do you want to make the same joke you made, Ben? 
Best time under NBGs, probably outside your mum's house. To be fair, to be fair, we, you know, I think we're all quite uh, strict here that we don't talk about yeah. details and specifics about where we what we've done and what we're about. That's not what we're about. Leave that to the dickhead, dickheads who've done fuck all in their lives. Um, but yeah, good question. But I'm sorry, we can't really answer it, mate. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, okay. <sighs> How to keep lifestyle? Oh, wait, I've got, I have got one. Oh, go on. The best time under MVGs is when watching watching Gaz with our, our old MVGs. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell! That's good. That's good. Who's playing music? What's going on there? Oh, Zoom's telling me I'm playing music. We must have sounded really musical there when we were laughing. Yeah, yeah so I'll just fucking explain that. For people who don't understand how that works, um, SVG get the fucking old gear that everybody else above us. Uh, used to have so yeah so there, there have been occasions where <laughs> uh, one section of a of a, a job is moving really fast because they can see perfectly well and everybody else is just trying to keep up with them because they're they're, they're basically blind so yeah, yeah I've, seen, does, does I, I've seen people who've forgotten their brackets and uh, the brackets for their MVGs and literally they're on the helo going into target with no bracket and they're literally trying to shove their NBG between the helmet and their head because all the brackets broken. Yeah. And Which does happen. Trying to use something else, or they have to borrow one of the spare helmets and it's the wrong size and squeezing into this helmet is the. Yeah. But you know, nothing's nothing goes easy, does it? Exactly. <clears throat> that. Well, it's only that's end of the day that's the standard of the soldier, isn't it? It's the ability to do your job when everything goes wrong. Yeah. Set of NBGs, nasty tape like that. Exactly. Exactly. Clean it off when you get home. <laughs> I like that. That was, that, was a, that was a good joke. I like that. I'm, I'm pleased with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how to keep life satisfaction purpose after moving on from the thing that defines you? Now, I would say find a new thing that defines you. You choose what defines you. You choose that. You chose the other thing that defines you. So choose another thing. It might be hard to find, but find another thing. That's what I would say. And do you actually need a thing that defines you? Do you need an outside thing? Do you really need an outside thing? Or are your is your worldview and the way you do what you do, the you know, you as an individual, your personality, the, all those things, your choices, those things define you, not an outside thing. Because if you do that, you're always going to be chasing on you. You're always chasing this thing or harking back to a thing. You know, you're the thing that you can throw you into your old thing that defines you. And it's still you. You can also throw that you into a different thing. It's still you. You're the enduring aspect of your life. Is define you the right, respectfully to the person who asked that question, is define you the right term that that person meant? Is it not what, what you were previously involved in? Maybe that's an institution or, or an organisation. I know, think that's how, funny. How do you move on? <clears throat> On with yeah. that, you know, I think that's what he said. Like you said, the main thing is that you don't let something define you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Can't have coffee. Don't jump in on Alan. Are you happy? I, you don't, happy? I don't know, mate. I just sell coffee, mate. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're nearly done. Oh, last one. Last one. Views on the censorship issue with Australia in the news. Anybody tracking that? No? Yes, no. no. I think, yeah. So as far as I'm aware, Facebook has said that they're not going to show uh, Australian news. They're going to block news on oh, yeah. okay. Facebook in Australia. Uh, I, I actually think there's more to this story because Hugh Care did a little, uh, little angry tweet about this and then withdrew it basically saying this is the problem with fucking social media companies they withdrew it a couple of days later um, and said he should look more into it so perhaps there's more into this so maybe if we're not informed maybe we shouldn't particularly talk about it but uh, yeah but maybe we shouldn't be getting our fucking news from social media maybe we should try not to do that you know but I think we'd all agree that censorship generally probably isn't the best idea do we agree with that or is that just me yeah I completely agree with you Mm, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Everyone's lagging. Everyone's like flagging. I don't know. <laughs> 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 What's going on? There's questions. You know, we're, we're... <laughs> right, well, that's the last of them. Uh, yeah, the last, the only other one was get Barry Evans on. But I don't know where Barry Evans is. We <laughs> 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 so just get a guy called Barry Evans. Is he the silly guy? <laughs> well, that, that, is, is that him? Like, that is sort of where I went. But it just seems a bit of a random one. I'm just thinking, is there someone really alley called Barry Evans that we're not aware of? And um, you know, maybe we should be. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Not tracking. Don't know. Not, tra- not tracking. No, not tracking. No, one, no one's really helping you at the minute, are they? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like I'm upset everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's been like a, a chat prior to coming on. It's like, right, what we're going to do is gradually fade our fade ourselves out of this. No, I reckon, I reckon, to himself. I reckon uh, Nick's just got a, a bit of uh, a, a bit of PTSD from his uh, his latest days in that field. You know, <laughs> there's, there's something going on there. I mean, he's brought it up a few times. I wonder if something happened in that field. I reckon I, maybe a, a carrot got mixed in with the the lettuce and it went up your bum, or I don't know something. <laughs> something went ben, on. Ben, Ben, I'd never let a PTSD or lettuce come between us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <Bob>. So, <laughs> right, I think we're done. Hey, we got anything else to say before we get out of here? <laughs> anything happening? Have we got anything coming up? I think we've we covered that shit already. Yeah, we're good. good. It's just good to see everyone. It's nice to, yeah. nice to everyone to be here. It's good. It is. It's good. It's this good to good, good, good catch up. Good catch yeah. up. It's nice to have everyone back because me and Luke are pretty much spent, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think to be people, fair, people, I, I've had loads of good feedback about all ones, mate. I've had loads of good feedback from our it's conversations. Nice are, it's nice that people are polite now, though, isn't it? <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, I haven't got anything going on. I'm just going to go and enjoy my weekend. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, all right, cheers, guys. <laughs> 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 Oh, this is fucking weird, right? Uh, see you later. Let's end this.